When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As Ben Roethlisberger makes his teary-eyed exit, Cincinnati's stogie-smoking Joe Burrow is poised to dominate the Steelers and all of the AFC North. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Pittsburgh poured out its grateful heart to retiring Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger on Monday night. As well, they should. Big Ben's historic 18-year run resulted in an unheard-of level of division dominance. Roethlisberger, an Ohio native, absolutely owned both Ohio teams in the AFC North. Big Ben demolished both the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals almost every time they played. And Ben broke a bit more than even when going up against their true division rival, the Baltimore Ravens. This is all you can ask of a franchise quarterback. But with Roethlisberger retiring, his like might not be seen again anytime soon in Pittsburgh. That is, unless you count the young gun who will come to call at Heinz Field every time the Bengals make their annual visit. I'm talking about stogie-smoking LSU product Joe Burrow. He just fired up another stogie in the Cincy locker room after smoking the Kansas City Chiefs 34-31 to win the AFC North. It looks to be just the first of many division crowns Burrow will be wearing. Out of all the dueling quarterbacks in the Steelers' highly competitive division, Burrow appears to be Roethlisberger's heir apparent when it comes to conquering the North. Of the four AFC North teams, the Steelers are set up the worst when it comes to the all-important quarterback position. The only arm currently under contract in Pittsburgh beyond this season is one Mason Rudolph. And while the Steelers nation is rife with speculation about the Steelers bringing in a big-name veteran, with names like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson being bandied about, do not bet on it. This is not the way the Steelers and the old-school Rooney family operate. As the deafening cheers for Roethlisberger's final home game faded and the tears shed turned to ice in those wee hours after Ben beat the Browns one more time, a rude realization was dawning among the most seasoned Steelers analysts. Their best call for what the near-term Steelers' future holds at quarterback was the pathetic prediction that Rudolph would get his chance under center to start the 2022 season. This could be the rude reality after all the fan-fueled hoopla over a big-name signing by the Steelers finally fades away. All this comes as Coach Mike Tomlin assured himself of yet another non-losing season at the Steelers' helm. Supposedly, this has been an impressive feat, 15 seasons without having a losing year. But it kind of sounds better than it is. The coach with the gift for gab has managed to eke out several 8-8 eight eight seasons to avoid dipping into the red. 
it seemed Tomlin wouldn't get the squeaks through this season without either winning or losing as the NFL added a 17th game. But once again, Tomlin triumphed in his mediocrity by virtue of his and the Steelers' sickening tie with the dumpy Detroit Lions at Heinz Field earlier this season, Tomlin will yet again keep his non-losing streak alive. Coincidentally, Tomlin is also batting 500 in the postseason, neither a winner or loser when the games count the most. Problem is, the Steelers haven't made the playoffs as much as they should have, especially with a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, and when they have qualified for the postseason, at least of yet, uh, at least of late, they and their coach have been on the losing end all too often. Now, with Big Ben walking off into the sunset, average is looking better and better in Pittsburgh. Barring a big QB signing, the Steelers will be a scratch-and-claw team in a league field with offensive fireworks. Pittsburgh will put up a fight to keep it close with their defense, led by T.J. Watt, who is now the biggest Steelers star by far. Then they will try to run the clock by running first-rounder Najee Harris. By then, perhaps Pittsburgh will have improved its offensive line so they actually have a shot at this formula working. Sure, the Steelers will be scouring the college ranks and scrutinizing game film in search of their own young gun to match the arms in the AFC North. Namely, Lamar Jackson, who's admittedly taken a step back in Baltimore, and Baker Mayfield, banged up and beaten down in Cleveland. Still, both of those quarterbacks are head and shoulders better than what your Steelers are likely to have under center next season. Then there is Joe Burrow. Surrounded by weapons in that very scary Cincinnati jungle, he's very close to being great in just his second season. Most frightening of all, he's just getting started. The future is bright in Bengal land. In Pittsburgh, there is plenty of nostalgia. Roethlisberger, by virtue of signaling to an adoring, appreciative Steelers nation that this was it, received an NFL retirement party like few legends have ever seen. As soon as he took a knee in his latest AFC North win, Big Ben was feted with everything but a gold watch as he exited Heinz Field for the last time as the Steelers' QB1. In the emotional aftermath, Steelers' hearts have gone from brimming over to feeling empty. The reality of the end is settling in. So is an unsettling feeling that the Steelers' best years have gone by, at least for the foreseeable future. Fortunes turn. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Those Joe Burrow-led Bengals have inherited the AFC North. They may not relinquish their paw hold on the Steelers' division for a decade. Such is the power of a potent star quarterback in today's NFL. The Steelers, above all, know this. They've just watched one walk out the door. Hey, we have much more on the still reverberating ramifications of Roethlisberger's impending retirement in this nostalgia-drenched edition of your Steelers Update podcast. And be sure to check out my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be packed with emotional memes paying tribute to Big Ben, the QB who looms so large in the AFC North for nearly 18 stunning Steelers seasons. But right now, let's get right to it. Right now, let's get right to it. Hey, it was quite the scene at Heinz Field Monday night. 
as they say, it had the feels. Something this longtime fan has never really felt at a football game. To put it into words, here is the great Ron Cook. He's the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette columnist who hosted a radio show with Roethlisberger. He knows Big Ben well. And Cook writes this, quote, The scene at Heinz Field on Monday night showed just how far Roethlisberger has come. Most fans stayed at the stadium long after the game despite frigid temperatures. It was as if they didn't want to leave, preferring no needing to share one final moment with a gifted athlete who would entertain them for so long with Hall of Fame caliber performances. The memories Roethlisberger provided will last a lifetime. The worth he gave the fans with his and the team's successes is priceless. The adulation shown to him that night might not have reached Bettis or Palomalu-like levels, but it was still wonderful. Roethlisberger gave the love right back and has been doing it for years. Actually, with the Ben Roethlisberger Foundation and his work with Make-A-Wish Foundation in withhold cold hard cash, said Roethlisberger, quote, this is home. I was born in Ohio, but I live here and I'll always be here. These fans and this place mean so much to me and my family and always will. I've said they're the best fans in all of sports and I'll stick by that until the day I die. To see all the signs and jerseys and towels and to hear them cheer for me coming out of the tunnel, all that stuff, I don't know that I'll ever put it into words. I wish I could bottle it and have it forever unquote, from Big Ben. As for the game itself that went over the Browns, it was the defense and Najee Harris who won the day, not Big Ben. Ironically, this could be the formula for the Steelers' success without a franchise QB. Here is Ron Cook again on the win that really wasn't due to Big Ben. He writes, quote, This latest win was hardly a Mozart for Roethlisberger. He has played countless better games on the North Shore lawn. He led just one long touchdown drive, although he did complete it with a five-yard scoring pass to Deontay Johnson in the second quarter, his 236th at Heinz Field, and the Steelers' first opening half touchdown drive in six games. He passed for only 123 yards with a passer rating of 56.2. Najee Harris was the real difference maker for the Steelers with a season-high 188 rushing yards on 28 carries. He provided the game's final points with a 37-yard touchdown run with 51 seconds left. That's all that mattered to Roethlisberger. His own stats be damned. This was his 92nd win at Heinz Field and kept the Steelers' flickering playoff hopes alive at least until Sunday, the final weekend of the season. They need to win in Baltimore and get a miracle win by the 2-14 and 14 Jacksonville Jaguars over the 15-point favored Indy Colts to avoid missing the postseason for the third time in four years. Unquote. Well, that is what the Steelers face. A very, very shaky playoff chance. Meanwhile, as the Steelers fans celebrated the retirement of a legend, Down in Cincy, they partied after winning the division courtesy of their own franchise QB who could dominate for a decade or more. The juxtaposition on the same football weekend could not be more troubling for Steelers fans. Here is that jubilant scene from Cincy, courtesy of Paul Denner, writing for The Athletic. Quote, Bengals moments. Only pain fills these voids. 
That's the way life has always felt for the team with the longest playoff win drought in North American professional sports. Now they have Joe Burrow. There's no describing what that means. Quote the head coach, Zach Taylor, no, you can't. I don't think anyone can. We had expectations for him, and so far he's exceeded those expectations. And of course, he's got championships on the brain, unquote. And now, because of Burrow, the Bengals do too. He threw for 446 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions against the Kansas City Chiefs, who hadn't allowed a 300-yard passer game in nearly three months. He did it while taking four more sacks, hobbling between drives with a right knee injury and wearing a jersey with his nameplate ripped off. He did it one week after posting 525 yards passing and four touchdowns against the Ravens for the fourth most passing yards in a game in NFL history. And nobody was talking about a battered opposing secondary this week. They instead could only talk about a monumental win, a worst-to-first culmination, and the connection between Burrow and Jamar Chase that has removed any doubt about a team that has felt far different from its history all season. The Bengals are real Super Bowl contenders. Said Burrow himself, quote, I said it in the preseason. We were talking about playoffs, and I said if we were going to go to the playoffs, the easiest way to do that was to win the division. Everyone kind of laughed at us a little bit, but we knew what kind of team we had, unquote. Burrow built a legend on the big stage at LSU. The brighter the lights, the more incredibly he played, the more confidence he used. He's about to reach his first grand stage in the NFL. The Bengals in the NFL world can only wonder what he'll do next, as if he hasn't already done enough. He just went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, trailing by two touchdowns in January, and he came out on top. Mahomes was 33-2 and for his career when leading by a game by at least 14 at any point. The ability of the quarterback to pull off that feat is the bass groove of the party shaking the walls of the home locker room. It resonates inside every striped Bengals helmet. Now this, not the pain, are the Bengals moments. Concludes Denner in his great column on this changing of the guard in Cincinnati. Quote, this team and its future feel far different, unquote. Hey, indeed they do. Something is happening in Cincy and we are witnessing it in real time. Back in Pittsburgh, the big superstar plays defense. His name is T.J. Watt. He is a game wrecker. And down in Baltimore this Sunday, he will be gunning for the NFL sack record. Here's Joe Starkey writing for Trib Live on how the focus shifts from Big Ben's past feats to the present greatness of T.J. Watt. Quote, the stage is set for T.J. Watt in the season finale down in Baltimore. Watt needs one sack to tie the record, one and a half to set it. And this much we know, John Harbaugh and the Ravens absolutely will not pull a Brett Favre. Watt had his Favre-like moment when he was gifted a sack Monday night as the nearest player to Baker Mayfield when the quarterback gave himself up on a slide. He's going to have to earn the record, and if you don't believe Harbaugh keeps the Steelers in mind when it comes to records, think again. Imagine how important it will be for John Harbaugh to keep Watt from celebrating on Baltimore's field on Sunday. 
expect the challenge to be more like what Lawrence Taylor faced in 1986 when the Green Bay Packers shut him out in the final game to keep him at 20 and a half sacks, one and a half short of Mark Gastineau's then record. So there you have it, setting the stage for what's at stake in Baltimore, and it really isn't about the playoffs, okay? It will be Ben Roethlisberger's last game against the Steelers' biggest rival, those Ravens. A win would cap Big Ben's larger-than-life Steelers career. As for those playoffs, it is a long shot, Pittsburgh. Just savor this moment in Steelers history. You got Watt gunning for the record. You got Big Ben capping a career, maybe with a win down in Baltimore, the big crab cake. And whatever you think of it, whatever happens, we won't see the kind of run Roethlisberger has had in Pittsburgh anytime soon. The closest thing to it could be what Joe Burrow has going down in Cincinnati. And boy, does it hurt. And that is the state of affairs in Pittsburgh, in Cincy, in the AFC North. We are witnessing an unquestionable changing of the guard. And we are watching Big Ben walk off and Joe Burrow rise. That is where it's at. We're going to continue the coverage throughout the playoffs, see what Burrow does and what changes are in store for these Steelers without Big Ben. It's all going to be right here in your Steelers Update podcast. Download it every Wednesday afternoon, fresh or just sign up so you get it automatically. And of course, log on for PennLive.com for your real-time Steelers news.